Hello and welcome to episode five of our podcast, Dark Side Down Under. I'm Cags, and sitting here with me is the man who was turned down for a role in the hit TV show Vikings for being too manly. I don't know about that. Louie, hello. Hello, how are you? How are you going? Good. Great induction. Thank you very much. You're welcome, honey. I mean every word. Cut it out. Um, so tell me, Louie, do you have your icebreaker question? Uh, yes, I do. I have an icebreaker question for you. Okay. Now, there's definitely going to be a heap, but I want the worst one of these. Uh-oh. Anybody that knows you knows you've made a string of fashion faux pas. So what would be dare you? your number one fashion faux pas that you can remember? My number one fashion faux pas. Well, for starters, I'll have you know that I am a very trendy person and always have been. But when I was in my teens, I think I was probably about, 16 I used to wear this is embarrassing I used to wear in public uh fishnet shirts with just a bra underneath and high-waisted corduroy jeans oh you are out there everyone could see my titties you get the titties out I actually do seem to remember someone failing to turn at a roundabout and narrowly missing a wall. You do have bodegas, bodegas, bodegas? Well, Boobies. I mean, I think it was more of a shock thing. It was pretty unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents must have been so proud. Yeah, mum's going to listen to this episode and be like, you fucking what? <laughs> I remember. She remembers. That's probably one of the worst things. I mean, when I was younger than that, before I hit my goth phase, I used to wear turtlenecks with... Um, very like fashionable. the hippie skirts, like the, yeah. the multicolored hippie skirts. That's not turtlenecks aren't really my I don't really pull them off very well. Nobody pulls a turtleneck no. off. Oh well. Except for a turtle. <laughs> Tell me, Blue, what's yours? Oh, I used to bust probably the same clothes all the time when I was a young fella. Used to wear my Kuba everywhere and probably the same shirt. That's not the worst. Oh, so you don't have a work fashion faux pas? Oh, not that I can remember. No, not really. Maybe my Bing Bing Tang singlets, but I'm still rocking the Bing Tang singlets and the yeah booty shorts. I'm not wearing booty shorts. Yeah, I like your little booty shorts with those handsome legs of yours. Um, FYI, listener, if I sound a little bit lispy, like I've got a bit of a speech impediment, I did go to the dentist today, and I got not one but two fillings in my ratchet mouth. Boom. So. Um, it was a couple of hours ago, so the anesthetic's mostly worn off, but t- the clock's ticking, so we've got to get this recorded. So if I drop a few Fs, you'll know why. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to what we spoke about the other day. Tell me. The word lisp. Yeah. The word lisp, you can say when you've got a lisp. Yeah. it's Well, it sounds like what it is. When you yeah. say lisp, it's hard to say lisp without sounding like you so have I'd a like lisp. So I'd like to know if the person that uh, invented the word lisp had a lisp. That's a good question. Oh, was it like a call out? It's interesting. But before we get uh, moving on, we've got Norman, my uh, what's Norman's emotional name? support yeah, dinosaur. Emotional support say. dinosaur. I think he's made an effort and got out on Instagram. Yes, he has today. Finally, so yeah. you can Took check old Norman it. out. He's been traveling with us coming up nine, ten years now, and we've also got. Bindi, the helpful pickle, yes. she's just laying down with her head on my foot at the moment. So now, Bindi and I had a conversation earlier about her. If she's going to be in the pod room, she has to be quiet. Ah, uh, how'd that go down? You know, she's kind of stared at me blankly. There's not a lot going on behind those yeah. eyes. No, that's not true. She's very smart. She looks like Dobby. 
She looks like Dobby. Um, yeah, but she's sleeping right now, and hopefully the dulcet tones of our voices will continue to lull her to sleep. Ah, very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so, yeah. So what have you got for us today? Um, oh, just quickly, before I kick off on our story, a few episodes ago I have a feeling it might have been Willow Court, but I can't exactly remember. Um, I was trying to remember the name of a phenomena where certain low-frequency electromagnetic fields in your house make you paranoid and stressed, anxious, um, they affect your sleep quality, it's stuff like that. It's really often found to be the explanation behind paranormal reports. It's called an EMF. EMF. Electromagnetic frequency. Oh, right it's right there, in the right there in the name. So it does what it says on the tin. Um, so I, I fucking I knew this, but I just couldn't think of it. I had a brain fart. It's real hard to think of things on the fly when you're recording and then all of a sudden like your brain seizes up. Mine does anyway. So thank you to my friend Badass Babe Sarah for reminding me. They sent me a super informative article on national from the National Library of Medicine website, um, yeah, which had a heap of really interesting information about cool. it. So, yeah, that that's what that phenomenon is. It can occur in lots of houses, particularly if you're cl- close to um, power poles, those big power poles near yeah. where we live. What are they called? Power poles? The big pe- no, the big, like the, like the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah, they're just still called power poles, are they? Yes, so okay, they don't have fancy names. That's probably, yeah, houses with really old wiring or dodgy wiring or things like that. Like, it can have an effect on you exactly. Just if you've got a husband that makes that noise, sometimes that works too. (laughs) So, Bluey, yes, this week we have a particularly exciting story to talk about because we've been here, we've been to this place on our travels. Any guesses? Um, the pub. The pub, we've been in the pub many times. We've already done a pub. No, it's not no, a pub. Not a pub. Is it in this state? No. Is it in another state or territory? Yes. <laughs> Is it in WA? Yes. Okay. You, you give up? <laughs> well, I don't know how long you want me to guess for. Oh, it's a, at least the next half an hour. Okay. No. Today, we're going to talk about Okabella Homestead. Oh, Okabella, yeah. Yeah, in WA. North of, north of Perth. Yeah. I do remember going to Okabella. Yeah, we did a ghost tour here when we did our bus trip around the country. Uh, it's like seven years ago now. Seven, eight years ago, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Took a hell of a lot of photos, hoping to catch a... Oh, I took so many. I'll ghost, post all of... This is a good one because we're going to be out of post photos that we've taken. Yeah, that's cool. To correlate with the story. So that'll be really that's cool. very cool. Mm. So you don't remember too much about what oh, we learnt there? No, not really. I remember we had a tour. Yeah, we did. We did yeah, a tour. We had a tour. Yeah. We were the only people in the tour. Yeah, was it was just cool. us. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I really loved it. It was it was such a stunning place. You can camp there too, apparently. Yeah, you can camp there. There's a camping. There's a campsite there. Yeah. There's tea rooms there. Um, they still do tours. I think there's a very popular place to have weddings at the yeah. moment as well. Cool. Um. Yeah, so it was beautiful. Uh, the history there is really tangible. It's all, I don't know if you remember, but the house was sort of presented just like it would have been back in the day. All the same furniture, haberdashery, decor. They even found a shitload of bottles that were on display. They found them under like floorboards and stuff, old medicine bottles and food bottles yep. and drinking bottles and stuff like that. So got a really good insight into how they lived back in Pioneer days. Probably pissed. And, you know, it was back in the day where doctors probably gave you cocaine for everything. So, Jesus. I mean, that's what it sort of started as. 
Cool. So, yeah, so it was really amazing. Um, all right, references for today. We've got the okabellahomestead.com.au. We've got westernaustralia.com.au, wa-today.com.au, ABC, I've written ABA, it's actually abc.net.au, and the paranormalguide.com plus some of our own memories of the tour. Yeah, nice. You'll be able to cut in when you remember stuff. If you don't remember stuff. Won't cut in. You won't cut in. That's right. You'll be very quiet. You have a good memory, though, so I reckon some stuff will rattle loose in there. It was white. It was white. All the walls are whitewashed. All the walls are white. Really lovely. Look beautiful. Very stark on the landscape. Yeah. Apparently, it's a beautiful place to see wildflowers as well. Yeah, that would be Yeah, I'd really like to go to the wildflowers Yeah. So, Okabella Homestead is located in the Shire of Northampton, about 30 k's north of Geraldton in WA. The homestead was established in 1850s by James Drummond and boasts a lush farmland. I read it was something like 50,000 acres. Yep, that sounds probably about right. Yeah. A beautiful heritage-listed 13-room house, shearing shed, unique buttressed two-storey barn, external kitchen and stables. There's several buildings on the property, isn't yeah, there? And then buildings. there's the little cafe tea room sort of off to the side yeah. as well. The land was of great importance to the in, local Indigenous people, the Yamaji, I hope that's pronounced correctly, who claim the property is a place where ancient souls gathered to rest. Confrontations quickly broke out um, when the land was stolen by whoever settled it, which I imagine was Drummond. So right off the bat, before they even kick things off, we've got some shit going on. Yeah. Um, there's no record of how many people died during this time, but I did read many Indigenous people were killed. Which is fucking vile. Yeah, it's no good. It's fucked. I just... Ugh. But it's still a big part of our, our history. It's a huge part of our history. It's, can't shy away from it. No. Well, it has to be talked about. Yeah. It's You can't, can't not talk about it. That would be fucking wrong as fuck. So after the establishment of the homestead, the property was pretty prosperous. It did quite well. But the inhabitants had really hard lives. This is the early days of WA settlement. Oh, yeah. Some things mm. are coming back to me. Yeah. Some things are coming back to me. I won't jump the gun because I right. reckon there's going to be something coming up. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll know when I... Chick, chick, boom! Yes. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Sorry about the loud noise. Sorry. Well, if you've got earbuds in. excited. Well, you got excited. Um, so there's no roads at this point. There's no communications. It's, it's, it's hard as fuck living. Yeah. Um, accidents would happen on the homestead and would very often end in tragedy. As you can imagine, this happened a lot. It's pretty. It's, it's a pretty. Uh, it's very remote. Back in the day, oh yeah, when it was settled, it would have been a pretty hard place to get around. Yeah, it's not like you can call an ambulance or jump in the car and whiz down to the hospital or anything no, like that. Like would, here, things would have been pretty hard. Yeah, there wasn't probably wouldn't have been a huge amount of settlers, yeah. and the technology obviously wasn't real good. No, if it, you can't uh, dress it in the field, you're probably fucked. Yeah. Like, You'd be rooted, I Yeah, you'd have to be pretty self-sufficient out there. Yeah, I reckon you'd have to be fairly careful on how you lived and stuff. So in 1910, the Jackson family, who currently own it, purchased the homestead. I think they currently own it. It might have changed hands again since then. And yeah. Um, (laughs) So as well as farming, you'll like this, Bluey, they bred horses for the British Army in India. Oh, wow. You're a horseman. Well. What kind of horses would they have used back then for the British Army? Oh, they would have been... Well, they'd want to be stock horses. They'll probably yeah. get a lot of stock horses and crossbreeds and yeah, right. maybe some draft horse mix in that Clydesdale cross thoroughbreds. And 
anything nice. that need to be strong, but needed a, yeah, but yeah. stock horses, I say, back in the day, we yeah, cool. stock horses. All right. In 1995, the house underwent restoration and eventually opened to tours in 1997. This is an interesting fact. During the restoration, they found cat bones in the doors and window frames. Um, in the frames. In the frames, embedded in the frames, like built into the house. As, as decorative? Uh, no. Uh, apparently it was an old form of warding off evil, evil spirits. Cat bones. Yeah. So cats have uh, one bone. This is this. I didn't write this in my no- notes, but I do know this. They have one bone in their body that floats. It's part of the collarbone. Um and it's often used in rituals and witchcraft and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So it's it's used a lot in hexes. Yeah. But I imagine it's also used in this scenario. I think I read that's what they used as the floating bone. Ah, the floating bone in the wall, in the doors. And how many cats would they have had to kill? It's got thirteen rooms. If you cats. Good grief. Would it be just external doors or, or um, doors? It didn't specify. It just said doors and window frames. Yeah, so I'd say probably in external. I think it's probably just the externals. Keeping the bad, if it's... Yeah, uh, to keep the, the bad, bad juju out. out. I don't know if it worked, but, I mean, it's an interesting little factoid. Um, we'll build our house, own house one day, Blue. What do you reckon? Hmm. I don't see us doing that. No? Nah. Okay, fine. Fucking be that way then. Wow. <laughs> so the property is practically a, um, a time capsule. There's a museum in the barn as well, which has artefacts from the local region and lots of stuff that was found on the property. Do you remember it? Yeah, I do remember. I do remember the stuff. Like there's not a lot of stuff in the rooms, but the old basic beds and... Well, there's all the knickknacks and and stuff like that. If you go online, you can see photos, and we'll post photos and is stuff. Is it on the? Did you say is it on the most haunted list? Is that something it's, I remember? It's um considered WA's most haunted house, ah. and it is on Australia's most haunted houses like list. Yeah, if okay. you look it up, it's like Monte Cristo. You know, it's got is number one, and then there's a couple more, and then Okabella's on there. So yeah, cool. Usually, um, most sites anyway, but not a lot of people know about it. It's a long way away. It's yeah, I suppose because it's remote and because it's in WA. Oh, we only went there because we were coming through that. Yeah, and I happened to spot it on Wikicamps, I think, and got all excited about the promise of free ghosts. Um, Do you have to pay for ghosts normally? Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's extra for sure. It's definitely something. It's a trope that gets used a lot to try and no, just ghosts in general to try and ramp up the tourist dollars, and it's often sort of like. It's one of those things that, like, if if it's the main attraction, it's probably just being used to drum up tourist dollars yeah. and it's, you need to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. So currently and for the last few years, the people that run the homestead have been trying to shake the haunted house angle. Oh, they're okay, so they're pumping it. it up. No, they're trying to get rid of it. Oh, they're trying to get rid of it. They're trying to, yeah. So I don't, know how, well, I don't know how well this podcast episode is going to go over. Um when all 13 people listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to be so mad at us. Yeah. Um, basically, it was decided that stories of ghosts keep tourists away, in particular Chinese tourists, as in their culture ghosts are taken quite seriously. And for the sake of the future of the property, it was decided to drop the ghost stories, which made research really hard. We shall not let this happen. No, I'm not into it. I no. like history is history. You know, Even if it is... I, you know, I'm not a. It's a personal it preference, bogus, but I love bogus, the ghost but it's story. part of the history. It is, history, and so. it also it not only was it hard to find 
the ghost stories particularly, it was really hard to find actual details on some of the really dark shit that happened in the building. Yeah, yeah. Like I had to rely a lot on memory and I mostly could just find passing reference to events that occurred and I couldn't find any deep details because they don't want to – they don't, don't want to have, have it talked about. You can't gloss over the no, past. No, you can't. It's important. So there, there has been a number of deaths on the property, as you can imagine. Sadly, a large number of children died there. Um, I, Again, I couldn't get an exact number, but there was apparently thousands. a lot. Thousands. Probably not. Probably. Probably not. Let's go with that. Definitely lots of cats, Um, which is fine because they're only out there killing native flora and fauna yeah, anyway. that's so. right. Put them in your doors and windows. Frames. Exactly. That's what you should do with cats. Um, sorry, Megan. <laughs> sorry, Megzy. So some of the children that would have died there would have been from illness, um, a lot of but which was really common for the time. Several from freak accidents. For one example, for example, one child was climbing out a window. I read two versions of what happened to this kid. One said that the window fell on him and killed him. And the other said that he fell out of the window and broke his neck. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it was one of those things. So um, the window could have guillotined him? It, it, oh, that's essentially what I read, yeah. yeah. Apparently the kid was only three. Ah, that's what oh, I read. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty shit. I can imagine that's rather horrific. Terrible. Yeah. Any sort of fall or you'd think a belt to the head sort of. Yeah. be pretty fair. I, I hope it was fairly quick. Didn't want him to suffer. Um, in... 1973, Bluey, George Jackson was sitting on his in his bed, on his bed, in his room at the rear of the house, apparently cleaning his gun when it discharged. I believe it fired straight into his face. Um, at any rate, it definitely killed him. Yeah, this is the one I remember. Yeah. Because when you go in there, there's still blood on the walls. Yep, I've got it his blood here. is on the walls. Yeah, it's still How there. How crazy is that it shit? It is mental. That's crazy. Yep. You can see little blood splats. You can go and have a look. Yep. And he just shot himself and, yeah, it's... It's funny because my next sentence is, I don't know if you remember, but the furniture is all original and you can still see some blood spatter on yeah. the walls, floor and cupboard. That sort of makes it... So you definitely remember. I do remember yeah, that. it stood right out yeah. to you. Well, yeah. Since we looked for it, you can one, see it. Yeah, absolutely. One interesting story is one of, one of the custodians decided to brighten up that room and she was going to paint it pink and she began painting it pink and was pulled off the ladder and broke her ankle. Yeah, no, that's... Because she realised... Yeah, she realised immediately why that had happened. Um, apparently, George is very vocal if you fuck about with his room. Yeah. That's why all the furniture is original and they've just left the blood splatter and stuff like Quite that. Plus, I think there's a certain... I don't know if that's still there. If they're trying to shake that that ghosty stuff, they might have uh, cleaned it up. Heritage list is blood. Heritage listed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, heritage listed blood. <laughs> um, so his is supposed to be the most foreboding room. Um, there's a pretty well-held theory in the paranormal community that you probably you might know of, that when a person dies in a sudden, unexpected way, it can leave a confused spirit, um, maybe one that doesn't know that he's dead. He's just cleaning his gun, probably done it 800 times. It's a meaningful task. He's he's done it his whole life. And all of a sudden, bang, what the fuck was that? He's dead and he can't understand it. He's just bouncing around in the same Yeah, way. he's just fucking can't figure it out. And it's supposed to be quite disorientating. And he can lead, lead to, like in this situation, a ghost that like can be like, why the fuck is this bitch painting my room pink? You know, like it's, it's yeah. Exactly. Lost a bit of control over their surroundings and about their space and stuff like that. 
One story I read told of an old occupant who liked to fish with dynamite, bunyip hunter style. <laughs> Apparently one day his fishing method didn't go well and when he did not realise that the dynamite in his hand held a lit fuse. What, um, he lit he dynamite lit the fuse and then, and didn't then I don't know what he was doing. Got a text message. Got distracted. Look, yep, exactly. Didn't answer it and then remembered the phones weren't even invented then. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Boom. So apparently he returned to the homestead with a dangling arm, leg, and eyeball. Jeepers. He survived the amputation of his leg and his arm. Jeepers. I know. That's hardcore. He is a hardcore motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read some brief mention of murder and an affair. I tried so hard to find a single thing on that. But I do have, like, this faint memory of being on the tour and hearing about a man who died on the front door of the servants' quarters or the outside kitchen. I think he was murdered and that he still hangs around in that servants' quarters. Do you remember that? No, I don't think so, no. You don't remember her saying, like, he died right here on this spot on the ground in front of the door? And Oh, okay, now you say maybe something like that. Yeah, it's a really, like I said, this is like seven years ago, yeah, eight, eight years, years ago, ago yeah, that we did we this tour, there. so... It's very distant memory now. Yeah, I was even more of a skeptic then than what I am now. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. You didn't want to borrow it. I was just more of looking at the, the history you of the in, building. You were there for the history. I think it was an old Willie's Jeep. That's something I'd like to know. Yeah, I think it was an old Willie's Jeep in the in the shed. Yeah. In the old shed, there was an old yeah. Willie's Jeep there well, for some that's reason. Still there. I should have looked it up. Um, right. So we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back in just a break. No. It is. You know, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. We are back. So, Blue, we're about to get on to some ghost did stories. You no, I did not poop. What the hell? You can't talk, do that on the podcast. That's okay, not cool. Okay, she didn't poop, everybody. Oh, my God. I peed, okay? I'm allowed to do that without being embarrassed on the podcast <laughs> in front of all of our many listeners. Yeah. Yeah, most of which are personal family. <laughs> she poop. Oh, my God. All right, Blue, yes. get your Norman. Let's get Norm's, into some ghost all stories. Right, all right, Norman, he's right here. Right. So it's been said that the Okabella homestead is a portal or a meeting place for local spirits. Don't laugh. Um, I can see you smirking. Apparently the house is visited by the ghosts of previous owners as well as those that have died on the property and even occasionally the souls of the people who have passed away in nearby towns. Wow. It sort of attracts. It's a hub. Yeah, it is. It sort of attracts spirits. Um, kids have had a lot. Kids seem to have a lot of interactions especially with a little boy who often presents. I don't know if it's the little boy that got killed in the window. There was a slew of children that died here, so it could be any of them, really. Um, Evidently, the spirits wanted the house to be kept traditional because all new appliances and tools would always break. So everything's had to be done using traditional tools, which is interesting because shit gets broken. Apparently, she's bought uh, the original, custodian that we or the the lady that was looking after it previously she'd bought like six or seven vacuum cleaners and they all died immediately wow. so she just um she just took to using a broom yeah wow mm. so george jackson is said to be the loudest of the spirits it's said that he bangs on the walls of the room where he died 
So this is the guy that shot himself while cleaning his gun. Um, there are reports of phantom footsteps in the hallway, phantom smells, um, largely of ashes, even though the fireplaces are no longer being used, sudden temperature drops, doors swinging open and closed, sometimes tools and objects move around by themselves and even rise off the benches. I would piss myself if levitation. I saw Yeah. Um, the traditional owners of the land say that the ancient spirits tied to the dreaming wander the landscape. There are cave paintings on the property with uh, there are caves on the property with paintings and artifacts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. They didn't cover that in the in the tour oh. that we did. I didn't know about it. Um, apparently, there are warnings and signs not to remove anything from this significant site, and it's said that anyone who does sends them back very quickly because they're cursed. Which Fuck you. Like, serves you right. Don't fucking take shit from Indigenous what, not, sacred what, sites. Yeah, but you don't, might not know it's Indigenous. You might take yourself a little bit. No, pebble. no, there's, there's a cave. That's oh, no, you don't take stuff from Indigenous cave. paintings cave. and artefacts and stuff there. Don't do there. that. That's a fucking shitty thing to do. No, you you deserve do to get cursed if you do that shit. Don't do that. Yeah. So this is a story I found on TripAdvisor Review from a person called Wilson, 2014, Amalina. Wilson. Wilson. Wasn't the ghost from uh, Ward 5 called Wilson? I don't know. I can't remember now. Wilson gets about. Mm. Um, look, I hope Wilson won't mind us reading this on here. It's a public review, so I think it's okay. Um, Wilson says that the entire group heard and felt footsteps walk right by them, accompanied by energy spikes in their equipment. There's a whole bunch of these kind of reviews from back when they were doing ghost tours. Um, I also watched a YouTube video of some paranormal investigators doing an investigation, which, as you know, Bluey, is a hobby for me anyway. Yes. Yes, that's all you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I watched a 10-minute video on a channel. It took me about three days because you kept walking in. I had to turn it off real quick so you wouldn't see well, what I was to put a sign up saying, secret Reese, peggy business. That's what I'll do. Please do not enter. And I don't really pay that much attention to what's going on around me most of the time anyway, so Good chances are I would not have noticed. No, I hope not. Well, did you know we were doing Okabella? I just think you're looking at porn all the time oh, when well. I see on the computer. I mean, half the time you're right. So. Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> um, so the channel of the video that I watched was on YouTube was called The Bogan's Guide to Wine. Oh, Bogan's Guide to Wine. Yep, that's the name of the channel. They claim to have already experienced knocks, bangs, and pebbles being thrown. They drunk? No. Oh. I don't think so. Although it is the Bogan's Guide to Wine. Um, they opened, So that was supposed to have happened before they started filming. Oh, okay. That's convenient. I knew you were going to say that. I could have written so it on a piece of paper and showed up, it to you. Gave me a fist bump, elbow bump because of COVID, and then he said, and then he wasn't there when I went to say what's up with my camera. Yeah, exactly. So they opened the episode by saying that prior to filming, they were in the bed, standing in the bedroom and the bed shifted two inches on its own. Two inches? Two inches is a long way for a bed to move on its wow. own. Wow. Yeah, it definitely is. It's hard to explain that, explain that one, Billy. An earthquake. Oh. Or somebody suddenly, the air pressure changing in a room. The only poxy little bed back mm. in the day. No other comment to be made on the fact that it happened before they started filming? Yeah, bogus. Yeah. They're walking around, the timber... Bogus. The timber moved under their yeah, feet and somebody walked past, got their pocket caught on it. Whilst they're telling this story, Just though. Trying to validate themselves. At, at this very point, a small pebble is tossed into the room 
and you can hear it hit the wall behind the man that's talking and then bounce off the floor. What is the record this or is this before this they was, record? No, this was being, on, being recorded. This is oh, okay. while he's telling this story. Um, at this point, the ghost whisperer. Ghost whisperer? That's that's what he's called. I can whisper to ghosts. Anyone can whisper to ghosts. Do they whisper gotta, back, though? just got to whisper to ghosts. Do they whisper back, though? How can you whisper with a ghost whisperer? I don't know. Ask Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, so the, the man in the video who is introduced as a ghost whisperer, I think that's just a good way of saying that he's a medium. Okay. That's just a sort of more modern version of that. Yeah. So he thinks that the spirit of the little boy wants to play. He suggests an EVP session. Do you remember what EVPs are? Electro. Yes. Electro. Voice. Voice. Phenomena. Phenomena. You got it. Well done. You Thank totally you. remember what that was. Um, to my knowledge, though, they didn't pick anything up because they didn't circle back to it. So while they move on into the living room. And he says he can feel a male whispering to him and that the room is filled with energy. He stops mid-sentence and asks if the others can hear that. They say no. He asks a couple more times. There's no noise on the video, but he can hear something. He is the whisperer. He is the whisperer. In the next room, he says that he feels like there was a pool of blood on the floor. He feels like there was a pool of blood. He can sense that there was a pool of blood on the floor. Like at the time or back in the day? I think... I think back in the day. Okay. I think you were saying like there used to be a there used to be a pool of blood, right? Yeah, there. yeah. That's that's what Whoa. the designers put in. Bluey. Um, this guy's good. He felt very. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So he felt a very strong man in an old style military uniform, and at this point, he notices a temperature drop. He asks his mate to come and feel. They sort of put their hands out in the space and the temperature is cold in that area. Um, Next he whips out his trusty infrared camera and he picks up a few orbs. Now, I don't personally put a lot of stock in orbs. They could be bugs, they could be dust. Reflections of light, the moisture in the area. There's There's, there's a lot of of stuff going on. I think they're a bit like EVPs in that they are compelling if they are with other evidence. And there's very little like, perfectly round shapes are not yeah. in our are not our in, in our environment. Mm. You know, the perfectly round shapes are often mirror images of things and things yeah. like that. So I find it hard to believe all like refraction things. Yeah, like just that. like and that's yeah. the stuff that's you know, like the every time you see a what are those things with colours in the sky? A rainbow. A rainbow, that's <laughs> it. You know, they're always got that perfect shape to them because yeah. That's just how they form in the sky. Not that I'm an authority. Are you not? Not a, You were selling it like I were. was, I know that, but then I thought somebody might discuss me Someone's and talk about me. Call like you I'm on the ghost whisperer. Oh no. He's the rainbow whisperer. He's coming for me. Probably <laughs> be the me. rainbow whisperer. <laughs> well, that's my favourite colour. Which one? All of them. Yeah, so look, um he picks up a heaps heaps of orbs and while he's um, he shows this, the camera the, the, his images of this orb flying across the screen and while he's doing that, he turns to his teammate and says, did you touch my hair? The teammate says no. They move on. Next up, he says he gets the feeling of people being eaten, which, I mean, fuck, hey. That's a, that's Imagine picking up feeling. those vibes. How, what, what would that feeling be like? I 
I have a feeling. I don't know. I so mean, there's been I, some cannibalism. Is that he, what he's saying? So he says he's picking up on cannibalism vibes. He says it doesn't feel like cannibalism vibes. Yeah. That's going to be the name of our first punk album. Yeah, cannibalism <laughs> vibes. So he says it doesn't feel like it was Indigenous culture or anything like that. Not that it should. He says it feels like it happened during white settlement, that there was an event of cannibalism. He could feel like people were being chosen to be eaten. All right, this is definitely credible. Yeah, right? Yep. So I, I searched really hard. For cannibalism really, vibes. Really, hard. Uh, for any accounts of cannibalism at Okabella Homestead, I found one very fleeting reference. Oh, sweet. Very fleeting reference. It was like half a sentence where someone had done the tour and said that they had been told a story of cannibalism and that was the only thing that I could find in the whole internet and I really scoured because yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, cannibalism vibes. I want to get into some cannibalism oh, shit. I want to know what that is. I spent like hours and hours Elbow deep in muck, trying to find some cannibalism shit for you, yeah, and I couldn't nothing. find anything credible. That's all right. Uh... Which I was really disappointed about because I wanted to give you some fucking gooey cannibalism. Well, I've shit. had a lot of feelings in my life that are, are not explainable. Ever had, ever had a cannibalism so feeling? I, I could have had a cannibalism feeling, so Maybe. I'm going to try and stay tuned mm. to receive any cannibalism feelings. Perfect. <laughs> so through the rest of the vid. Moving on from cannibalism vibes, yeah, do. he says that he can feel a woman crying and wailing. He talks a little bit about being in certain areas that he doesn't like being in. They get some more little bits thrown at them, bits of plaster and pebbles and things like that get chucked at him. There's more orbs. Um, upon wrapping up the investigation, he states that the Okabella is definitely haunted. How long were they there for? They it's just a 10-minute video, but yeah. I think they were there all night. All night. Yeah. Why don't these paranormal investigators hunker down on your favourite word? Hunker. Hunker. Hunker down for like a week or a month and do stuff during the day and at night. And It's a solid question. I, I do think that there are some paranormal investigators, I think usually three days is what the like standard – like for an all-out investigation, I think three days is usually what. Because is done. how can you have these things and you just it takes just a while for energy. I'll be getting hit by pebbles and stuff like that. Oh, well, that's definitely something. Let's move on to cannibalism vibes. You yeah. kind of like say, all right, where are these pebbles coming from? Let's set some cameras up. Let's everyone look outside. Yeah. Let's try and see this happening. Yeah. But look, it was definitely an interesting watch. I found it really interesting. It seemed like the guy seemed sincere. Oh, no doubt. He was talking about these things. So, Bluey, I have some really sad news about Okabella. In April of 2021, Cyclone Saroja ripped through WA. Yeah. Remember Saroja? Yes. So there's Bindi by the sounds of that. Yeah, she's disgusting. Yeah, I drove up that area and went fishing when we went to Exmouth and you noticed some of the buildings in the small towns still pretty pretty ramshackled from the beating they copped. So what happened? Um, a huge amount of damage was done to the homestead. The roof was completely removed from the beautiful buttressed barn. Oh, not the buttressed barn. I know. And the house, I'm pretty sure most of its roof was removed. Ripped off. And there was off. a huge amount of damage. Pretty much all of the buildings copped it. Yeah. Um, 
because it's so old, no, it no just couldn't hold up. And Saroja was massive. Yeah, there's no shield. There's no shield. Huge right there. amount. There was a whole pub that just went away yeah. during Saroja. Remember? Hasn't come back yet. Hasn't come back yet. So it's currently under restorations. Um, the tea rooms are still open, and that's sort of helping to fund the process. So which one knew, knew about this before we moved? To SA because we could have gone up and landed a hand for a week or two. Yeah, that would have been cool. We'd driven up and parked up and yeah, got the tools out, try to give them a bit of a hand. But yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next time so, yeah. that there's a natural disaster close to where we are, we might be we'll, able to help. We'll have a crack. Um, I do. But only to haunted buildings. Only to haunted buildings. Yeah. Well, historically, historically significant, significant buildings. buildings. So. Yeah, it's currently under restorations. To follow the progress, check out the Facebook page, Okabella Homestead Campground and Tea Room. Um, so basically to sum it all up, we've got some noisy spirits. Noisy spirits. We've got murder. We've got murder. We've got affairs. We've, we've got, got affairs. Genocide. Genocide. Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Or the feeling of. The feeling of cannibalism. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to explore. Nice. Um Explore the feeling of cannibalism yeah. with us. I want to be a cannibalism. Uh, no, I just want to explore Tune the feeling. Next week to explore the feeling of cannibalism. <laughs> What's going on a shirt? Uh, what else do we have? We've got accidental suicide. Accidentals. We've got child deaths. Yeah, we've got a couple of them. So we've there got, was, was, yeah, we've got, a, well, we've got quite a few of those. It's got return to send, like return, return to send us and people stole some shit and had to send it yeah, back. Yeah, they've got curses. And we've also got... The biggest, oh, look, I don't want to jump the gun right now, but Go ahead. it's, I think we have got the biggest conspiracy cover-up going on right now that's ever happened. Oh, my God, Bluey, what are you saying? Well, if they're trying to say there's nothing ever out of the ordinary happened at Okabella Homestead just to appease tourists, that's a cover-up right that's there. A cover-up. And we shall not stand. Bluey is not having it. I'm not having it, even no. if I don't believe in it. We need to I spread like the, the history word, of folks. It. We need to you spread, it spread the word. Get on the bandwagon. Is this? I love that this is the hill you're going to die this on. Is, this is where I'm taking a stand. <laughs> this is where I'm putting my foot down in getting behind something that I don't think is true, but it just cannot be wiped off and the face really, of the no, earth. No, I agree. I agree. These are important stories. Yeah. They're a part of history. And it gives they're a us part something of the to do. Tapestry. They're woven into the tapestry of the exactly. landscape. Yeah. So. So everyone come together, get your cannibalism feelings. I mean, it's it's done, so you might be making beds in a burning house. Possibly. But, you know. Vote one for Okabella, the scariest place in WA. Nice. Well, down the track, we'll do a poll. We'll do a And we'll do Okabella like poll. vote vote for your fav- like favourite haunted or your most scariest yeah. location. I reckon that's We'll cool. do something like that. Um, yeah, so that's what I've got for you today, Bluey. Nice. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh, it was cool. I like it. I like the story. I had no idea what the story was about. Did it rattle some things loose? Oh, I definitely remembered. Yeah, I haven't thought of Oak a bit, like talked about it in the passing, but haven't remembered old mate mm. that uh, repainted his bedroom and got 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 got, got to see the, you know, got went and got to see that. That was pretty. It was very macabre. Yeah, but very interesting. Yeah. That, that was part of history. And yeah, I liked it. What, that some dude shot himself? No, not <laughs> No, I, I understand. I'll just put yeah. him on the spot. But, yeah, I like it that we went up there, had a look around. I wish I had more of appreciation for this sort of a thing and more of appreciation for your love of this sort of thing because it was pretty early on we in our... We were very early in our relationship. In our relationship and, yeah. you know, 
it would have been really nice because we could, we didn't actually camp out there. So it'd be nice to camp out there and yeah. do a little bit of our own investigations mm-hmm. for the, I just think for the enjoyment of it and the fun of it, like these, yeah. like these podcasts are, are very enjoyable and fun. And, you know, it's, I look forward to doing more of them, but yeah, stay, when I go to places now, I look at them differently and because That's it's very, yeah, it is interesting. And I love the history of it and I love people's yeah. different opinions. Hopefully you're starting it. to see how stories of the paranormal, they're not just about like being scared. They're kind of interwoven with stories of history. Yeah. That's it. It's they're the process. Part, they're a part of history. And I'm someone that loves the process in things and yeah. I like and I think that's very important. And I do like the process. If there is, if you could start a process in paranormal, ghostly mm. sort of feelings, um, people's history, yeah. like the bunyip that, uh, you know, back in the day, you yeah. know, they talked about the bunyip before white settlers were on yeah. this, on Australia. And then, you know, it got translated into people that were coming over on the boats were buying into it and yeah. believed. It, that there was something out there, and I think that's really cool and really special. It is. It is. It's really interesting, and isn't it? And it gives people something to do. I like mm. it. Cool. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, we got a Facebook account? we got Facebook, both of which are called Dark Side Down Under. We post photos of, you butts. know, that go, yep, <laughs> lots of photos, butts. No butts. No, we'll post correlating photos to go with all the stories. Yep. You can chime in with your own opinion. And, you know, um, yeah, so that's it. Oh, hit us up at darksidedownunder at outlook.com. If you or someone you know has a tale of the dark side, preferably in down in the down under. Yeah. Yeah, stuff um, in and around Australia, Tassie, yeah. which is in Australia, I know. It is. But all that we'll sort e- of stuff. We'll even take a Kiwi story. Oh, we'll go across. We'll get yeah. across the ditch. If you've, got, if you've got a story from New Zealand, we'll, we'll take it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, sure. Then we can travel over there. There are cousins. Claim it by tax. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe That's not. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe not. We've got a plan. It's all coming together. Works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you've got a story of the paranormal, cryptozoology, aliens, uh, true crime, we'll take some true crime. Uh, anything a bit dark and yeah, mysterious anything, anything and unexplained, you know. Feats. You can be anonymous if you want. That's fine. We can do that. Big things, the largest things in the Southern Hemisphere. Australia's got a heap of them. So we do. Give us your big things You're in the Southern Hemisphere. Them. Yeah, I am one of them, apparently. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in next week for episode six. Ducks are down under. <laughs> Bye. Woo!